بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين رب إشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقه قولي إن شاء الله in today's talk instead of going over just a couple of ayat I'll try to summarize Surah Al-Mulk and uh, the reason I picked this surah is it's one of those surahs that uh, is recited by many uh, on a daily basis because of many blessings mentioned about the surah. So I thought of it that it's a, it's a good idea to know the content of the surah as well instead of we're reciting and do not know what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing in the surah. There's a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned by many muhaddithin uh, in many books. One of them is from Sunan Ibn, Ibn Majah. And uh, the hadith says, Abi Huraira radiyallahu an, an Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qal, inna suratan fil Qur'ani thalathuna ayah شفعت لصاحبها حتى غفر له تبارك الذي بيده الملك. The hadith says, which is reported by Abu Hurairah radiyallahu anhu, that Rasulullah sallallahu said that there is a surah in the Quran with 30 verses which will intercede for its companion until he is forgiven. And it says basically the one who recites. And the surah is تبارك الذي which is a way of hinting towards the surah. The beginning of the surah you mention and you know which surah is referred to. The scholars talk about that when the hadith says, and in other places also, about the recitation of the surah. It's not merely recitation. Recitation means that you understand it and you act upon the ahkam, and if there is something related to akhbar or iman, you believe in that. That's what it means by when we say recitation of a surah or a recitation of the part of the Quran or recitation of the Quran as a whole. Whenever we're talking about recitation, we should not be thinking of mere recitation. Yes, there are hasana, there are ajr for recitation of the Quran, but the Quran has to be understood, has to be applied, has to be believed in. And that's what it says that how this surah will become the, uh, will be the intercession or will intercede for the companions of this surah, the one who recites the surah. And another hadith which is reported by Nasai that says, <coughs> which is reported by Ibn Mas'ud, whoever recites the Barakallah al-Mulk, which is Surah Al-Mulk, every night Allah will protect him. And the uh, <coughs> Thereby, from the punishment of the grave, from the Adab al-Qabr, he will be protected by the recitation of Surah Al-Mulk on every night. At the time of Rasulullah wasallam, the Sahabi Masood is saying, we used to call it as Al-Mani'ah. The one who will be a preventer, the one who will be protecting you. From what? From Adab al-Qabr, it's mentioned. And it is the surah in the book of Allah, which whoever recited every night, he will have done a great deal and done well. 
So this is something good to be done on a daily basis. Now, the reason, as I said, I picked up this surah, and obviously, just to recite this surah will take more than 10 minutes. So I'm not going into the recitation part like that, but I will talk partially in a manner we can at least get the gist of it, some summary of it. Okay? And uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts off this surah, in the, like for example, in the first few, first five ayat, it talks about the Allah's mulk, Allah's dominion, Allah's sovereignty. Allah See here, Allah Taala is explaining, giving us the idea of His power, His dominion, His sovereignty. Who Allah Taala is? He is the one who is the, who has control over everything. He is the one who uh, who gives the life, who is the one who gives the death, and He's the one who tests us. And see, ayyukum ahsanu amala. See, Allah Taala is not saying who's the one who does the more most deeds. Allah is saying who is the one who does the more good deeds, the better deeds, ahsanu amala. So it's not the issue of counting the deeds here. The issue is the quality of the deeds. Of course, all the obligations have to be done. All the haram have to be avoided. It's the quality of the deeds Allah Taala is referring to. It's not thinking of. We are the one, the way we look at the thing. Then Allah Taala continues on. الذي خلق سبع سماوات طباقا ما ترى في الخلق الرحمن من تفاوض. فرجع الأبصر هل ترى من فطور؟ Then البصر هل ترى من الفطور؟ Allah Taala here again talking about the 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 creation of the seven سماوات, the seven heavens, right? And then talks about how the things are moving on the uh, by 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 what Allah Taala has created. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Do you see any kind of a futur? You know, in Urdu also we say, somebody who has aqal ka futura, we say in Urdu, which means a person has defect in his thinking. So Allah is pointing to us, do you see any defect Allah has created out there? Such a big creation. Not talking about, you know, in, in our engineering field, we create many things. We make many things. Always we have defects in them. Different sorts of defects. As humans, we make very small things. Allah is talking about, look at the whole universe. How big that is. And how balanced that thing is. And you will not find any defect in it. That's what Allah is challenging us with. So this is what Allah is So, so the, why I'm referring to these ayat like this. When we recite this on a daily basis like that, we really understand the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we understand what we're reciting, who we, find, who we say Allah is, who we understand Allah is, He is all powerful. That's what it means by that. So when we are reciting these ayat like this on a daily basis, See, subhanAllah, how the stars are created, how the planets are created, how all those Allah has. Actually, has the zayyana sama. He has uh, what's the word for zayyana? He uh, he decorated. He decorated the the the, 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 the universe for us. And then Allah subhanahu wa taala See now suddenly the, the 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 subject changes, talking about his dominion, talking about his sovereignty. Now it changes to look. The people who do the kufr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
talking about them now. That there is a Jahannam. المصير, that there is a Jahannam. This is a bad abode for these people to be there. Subhanallah, when they will be cast into it, they will hear it a roar as it boils. Allah is being graphical here about what the Jahannam is going to be. You know, when you, when you, uh, when you boil something in a pot, and it has uh, grains or something, they start bouncing up and down. So Allah is creating a picture of Jahannam. Jahannam is going to be like that. And then Allah goes on and gives more description of the Jahannam because of time I will try to just give some glimpses of it. And this, this ayat goes on until from, uh, from ayah number 6 to 11. Then Allah Subh'anaHu Wa talks about it from ayah number 12 to 14. About the truth has been impressed on the minds if the Creator cannot be unaware of His creation. As is to say, He is aware of each open and hidden secret. Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَخْشَوْنَ رَبَّهُمْ بِالْغَيْبِ لَهُمْ مَغْفِرَةٌ وَأَجْرٌ كَبِيرٌ the surely forgiveness and a mighty reward await for those who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now Allah changes the subject from going from talking about the one who do the kufr, now we're talking about the one who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who's that Allah? The Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows whether you speak in secrecy or allow. Allah is aware of it. See, Allah is talking about First talking about the, secret, the, the, the dominion, then talking about the one who rejects the dominion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then talking about the one who fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They understand that, that they, whatever they do, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of it. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about making allusions uh, one after another. So that as we can see in our daily lives all the time around us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is who made the earth subservient to you. So traverse in its tracks and partake of the sustenance he is provided. Now he's talking about, look, he is the one who provides your risk also. See, Allah subhanahu wa is talking in a manner that you really can comprehend his power in a sense of you, you fear the, the Allah subhanahu wa comprehend that sense. That you know who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. To recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's power. Not to say comprehend. To recognize the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about, Do you feel secure that he who is in the heaven will not cause the earth to cave in with you? And suddenly it will begin to rock violently? Do you feel secure that he who is in the heaven will not let loose upon you a storm of stones? Then shall you know what my warning is like. See, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep going on and on and about how powerful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. Then he says, which, of, which is your army that will come to your aid against the, the, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the merciful Rahman? But the unbelievers are in under delusion. So Allah is the one who's, who's powerful. Who can defend you from the armies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Amman hadha alladhi yarzuqukum in amsaka rizqa balladju fi u'tubin wa nufur Who shall provide for you if he withheld the, the risk from you? But they persist in rebelliousness and aversion. 
Allah says, "Qul huwa alladhi anshaakum wa ja'ala lakum mus-sam'a wal-absara wal-afida qalilan ma tashkurun." That he who has brought to you into being existence have given you the hearing, sight and the hearts. Hearts here afida here means hearts to think and means the brain that Allah has given you, the mind Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you. And understand, how seldom do you really give, give thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah has given us all those things. Do we really thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for what He has given to us? And then from ayah 24 to 27, He talks about that, uh, that you, you have ultimately to appear before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Talks about the jail's judgment. You will be all gathered. Don't think that you reject Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you will be left alone. And the one who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they will not be rewarded. Allah says, قُلْ هُوَ الَّذِي ذَرَاكُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَإِلَيْهِ تُحْشَرُونَ Say, Allah is He who multiplied you on the earth. And have Him you will be returned. So you are going to return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't, don't assume that this life is just, just game. There's nothing in there. This is all we are tested with, with this life. Then in the last few ayat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is replying because this as the surah is a Makki surah, and the kuffar they used to reject and ridicule the the Rasulullah and Islam. So in the end, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said, "Say to them, Did you ever consider whether Allah destroys me and those that are with me, or show mercy to us? Who can protect the, the uh, unbelievers from a grievous chastisement? Because." We, it's up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what's going to happen to the believers. Well, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to punish or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to reward. But the idea is fine. What about the one who disbelieves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Who's going to be protected, protecting them? Their gods? Whether what they worship as statues and idols or the people they are worshipping in this dunya or the shaitan they are believing in this dunya or worshipping him. Is he going to protect them from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So Allah is making a case very clear. قُلْ هُوَ الرَّحْمَنُ آمَنَّ بِهِ وَعَلَيْهِ تَوَكَّلْنَا فَتَتَعَلَمُونَ مِنْ هُوَا فِي دُلَالِ الْمُبِينَ Say to them, He is merciful and He is in Him that we believe and it is in Him that we pull, put all our trust. Soon will you know who is the manifest, who is in the manifest error. Then at the end, in a very strange way, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ending the surah. And it's a very powerful way. قُلْ أَرَأَيْتُمْ مِنْ أَصْبَحَ Say to them, did you even consider if all the water that you have in the wells were sunk down into the depth of the earth, who would produce you that, that water? The one who lived in the desert, they would know what it means. The water out of nowhere in the middle of the desert pops out in the well. And Allah is saying, if Allah made that disappear, who's going to bring you the water? How is it going to come up? So that, 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 see, if, now think of this surah from the perspective of we as Muslim reading the surah on a daily basis. Every night before you go to sleep, we understand who's the most powerful. Who's the one who provides us the rest? Who's the one who's going to gather on the day of judgment? Who is, has the real control of the universe as a whole? If we understand that like this, we will be in a different frame of mind, my brothers. We will be looking at life differently. And subhanallah, we, many of us are reading this surah on a daily basis. How come this is not impacting us? We really have to go back and think. It's not impacting us because maybe we are not thinking about it. Maybe we don't understand what we are reading. Let's, this is almost the end of the Ramadan. Let's make 
this conscious effort for our coming lives. Let's put some effort to understand Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of the heavens and the earth. The creator of the heavens and the earth communicated with us such a huge word and we don't even know what it says. Let's put some effort to understand that in the rest of Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the correct understanding of the deen of Islam so we can apply that in our lives. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this surah an intercede for us on the day of judgment. We dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from the adab al-qabr, adab al-nar, and place us all into Jannatul Firdos in the gathering of of a much, much, much better people and bihashu hadas al-hin siddiqeen.